Hello and welcome to Mike's review of Civilization VI, Gathering Storm. No. No, no, no. no. Mike, we are so sick of hearing about Civilization. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, let me do it again. Hello, everyone. This is Civ Talk here with Mike. Mike, I swear to God. Sorry. I will quit this my podcast bad, my bad. right okay, okay, okay. and it will be two lads, two teams, and I will take the cups, so no cups. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry, I've got it this time. I've got it. I'll exit out of the game. Okay, ready? Okay. Please. <clears throat> Hello all, and welcome once again to the three lads, two teams, one cup podcast, aka the three, two, one pod. Yeah. Yay, <laughs> we did it. Thank you. I'm fine. I'm, I can do this. Hope you all had a good Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah, which happened to coincide with the release of a brand new expansion for Civilization Six. Mike, God, God damn it, Mike! Damn it! Hello, all, and welcome once again to the Three Lads, Two Teams, One Cup podcast, aka the Three Two One Pod. It's Sunday. February 17th. Hope you all had a good Valentine's Day with your significant others. And if you are alone, don't fret. The lads are here for you. My name is Mike, and with me as always are Evan. Hey, everybody. And Steven. Hello, hello. Today our show will have uh, somewhat of a recurring theme. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, MLS rules in a few segments. But before we begin, we'd like to give a huge thank you to everyone who's listened so far and followed us on Twitter. That's at 321pod if you haven't yet. uh, And voted in our polls on there. Um, we've got over 200 downloads and like 150 Twitter followers right now. Uh, and some of you even uh, met up with Steven at the FCC supporters meetup and had some good shit to say. Uh, that's way more support than we ever expected, especially this quickly. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we wanted to give you a, a huge thank you uh, for getting involved and, and having fun with us uh, and, and all of the kind words and, and stuff that you guys have said. So big, big, big thanks. Yeah. Now, thanks, guys. With that being said, Mike... Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one particular listener that I've got a beef with. Oh, uh, Jimmy McLaughlin. <laughs> we know you're. We know you're listening. We've seen you sliding into the Twitter. Diehard day um, one fan. There is a rule of this podcast that if you are an FCC or crew player or coach, you do have to call into our hotline and mm. leave a voicemail with the secrets that you haven't told anybody else. Um, I've been refreshing that Google Voice voicemail constantly we have no messages from you or to be honest any other player so far uh that's unacceptable that needs to change now jimmy mclaughlin we're coming for you yeah (laughs) wow our uh our (laughs) our podcast does have several rules uh (laughs) that's one of them uh and another rule is that we start every podcast with a a stupid question one of us has cooked up uh today's question is brought to you by me uh, and the rule, that, uh, the question that, that I've thought of is, uh, what rule would you add to soccer to make it more interesting? Everyone knows soccer's boring as fuck. Right, uh, we're sport. Yeah, especially to us Americans. Uh, we got we to gotta juice it up a little bit. Um, so you guys should have come up with some rules uh, to add to soccer to make it more interesting. Evan, let me hear yours. Yeah, so um, as some of you might know, I'm a, I'm a closet professional wrestling fan. Um uh, meaning that I really enjoy when professional wrestling fights happen in closets. 
Um, and <laughs> one, one thing that I uh, one thing that I'd like to take from that is uh, the the most exciting part of any professional wrestling fight uh, has never been the fighting itself. It's not the pins. It's not the moves. It's the entrance. Every player needs entrance music, okay. and uh, I'm kind of going to mm. build off of this as, uh, as well. So I don't know if you boys are familiar with the Royal Rumble at all. Um, it's a WWE mainstay. Every year they do this pay-per-view. Oh, I thought that we were talking about the War of the Roses. <laughs> no, mm. no, no, no. The, the Royal Rumble. Um, so uh, so every every year there's a pay-per-view event where one person st- uh, starts in the ring and then there's a countdown and you never know who's going to enter or in what order or what numbers. And that's exactly how substitutions in soccer need to work from now on. So no publishing <laughs> of who the subs are going to be on the bench, no seeing them warming up or anything like that. But at any given moment, even while the ball is in play, a sub can run onto the field, high five a player who they're replacing and immediately replace them while their entrance music plays. Um, to expand this a little bit larger, <laughs> I believe that rosters and roster moves should be entirely secret. So when there's a transfer, you never know oh, until yeah. all of a sudden, what, Zlatan's on FCC now? And he darts out and everybody loses their fucking minds. <laughs> Hold on, that's Zlatan's music. <laughs> exactly. That is the moment. That is what soccer needs to bring right now. Oh, that that's phenomenal. Do you do you get the same thing when like uh like like uh Neymar gets hurt and he's like crawling out like crawling off the field like try trying to 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 tag like Coutinho to some in or something like that Absolutely. and then and, and then fucking Michael Bradley just pulls him back onto the field <laughs> and like suplexes him. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes, that's brilliant. That is fucking fantastic. Holy shit. Yeah, that was going to be hard to beat. That, that, that was good. All right, Steven, what you got for me, brother? <laughs> uh, Mike, you're going to have to go. Believe it or not, Evan took mine. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, not nearly with the wrestling stuff, uh, but it definitely heavily revi- uh, revolved around substitutions and rules around Murdered. that. <laughs> Murdered him. This is payback for you taking mine uh, in our secret episodes that apparently most of our listeners have listened to. Yeah. <laughs> well, give yeah. it to me anyway. Okay. Well, um, so uh, not nearly as dramatic. Uh, I've gone to a, a few indoor games in the past, and uh, I really liked how in indoor there was unlimited substitutions uh, for a game, and uh, when the ball was live, uh, as opposed to how in soccer right now, as we know, it's dead ball only and three per match. So uh, I'd really like to see uh, soccer take more of a hockey and indoor soccer approach to uh, switching players out so that at any given moment, it's like, you know, okay, FCC uh, stops the attack. They're going on the counter and they've subbed in seven of the fastest players in the world. Hell uh, yes. Only to run up on the attack, just sprint as hard as they can for five seconds. Oh, they lost the ball. All of them immediately sub back out. Mm, uh, like hockey. That shit happens yeah. in hockey all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just have shift rotations in uh, soccer. And uh, I imagine the stat keeping would become uh, insane and people would start having like 30 second to three minute shifts. Oh, my gosh. Uh, But I certainly think that would make soccer a little bit more interesting uh, and maybe unwatchable. 30 30 second to three minute shifts. We're talking about me in the bedroom. Hey, oh, hey, Hey, got him. 
Okay, so I guess you guys are on the same team for this uh, for this Twitter poll. Ooh, I unfair. might win one. <laughs> <laughs> no way, definitely not happening because mine's way better. All right, let's hear it. Uh, so, so mine's kind of a two-parter, um, which is fair because Steve got his taken. So I'm taking the fifth part. Oh, uh, nice. So the first like part, the yeah, exactly. So the first part uh, involves something hockey-like too, uh, where we're adding like you guys have probably heard of people saying like we should have like orange cards or like a penalty box mm-hmm. in soccer. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's happening, right? So if you if you make like an egregious foul or something like that, maybe you're already on a yellow, but the ref's not sure if he should send you off or something like that. Or it's like one of those where it's like on the on the fence between mm-hmm. like a yellow and a red, you get an orange card. You're out for like 10, 10 minutes. Okay. I haven't run I haven't run the numbers, but I think ten minutes is good. <laughs> but here's but here's the catch, right? There are subs like your subs instead of being on the bench, they're situated somewhere behind the opponent's touchline, right? <laughs> along along with the with the opposing backup keeper. Okay. Okay. Uh, so if you're a man down due to an orange card, you can try to lob the ball to one of your subs, which goes out for a goal kick. You give up possession. Uh, if the sub catches it, they come into play while their teammates in the penalty box. <laughs> so, so we got dodgeball rules going on. We dodgeball, motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Of course, I like if, that. If the backup keeper catches the ball instead, you're out. Uh, and <laughs> you either have to oh, join the subs oh, or serve time in the penalty box. With with the guy that you were trying to get out, I don't know. I like I said, I haven't run the numbers yet, but I'm thinking like, you know, if your striker go goes out and you like lob it forward and, and like end up with a center back, what happens? You have like a crazy formation now. It could be awesome. I think it would be hilarious. Now, is this dead or alive? They have to catch it, or do they have to catch it on the fly? Oh no no yeah yeah you have to like like hoof it forward and they have to catch it. Like if it bounces, then then it's then it's a no go. Okay, mm, got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you could you could lose possession for nothing. I imagine a exactly. lot of it would be instead of lobbed just like straight bullets towards your teammates, like just nailing them in the chest hoping they catch it. <laughs> that that's good entertainment. <laughs> and then, too. And then make fun of them when they get hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And then like you have to, you have to imagine like what what if what if you're like trying to get out Zlatan or whatever, uh and so you, you're like lobbing balls forward, but the backup keeper's fucking amazing. Like, like he's having one of those stand on his head days. <laughs> yeah, and he like gets four of your players out. Do you have to abandon the game? Like, there's like six people left on the team. I think, I think you lose, right? Yeah, that's a, no that's, play on, play on. Yeah, oh no, for sure, for sure, you would have to play on in this rule. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, but yeah, so so that was my thought. I like it. Oh, I now, like that a lot. So, so, so we we set a, a bad precedent for ourselves where we're letting Twitter decide uh, what uh, who wins. Mm-hmm. So, are we gonna vote, or are we just are we just gonna leave it to Twitter? Uh, I think Twitter chose wisely in the first round. No, oh, okay. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just leave it up to Twitter. I, I think okay. So. That works for me. That All works right. For me. Well, so far uh, the points go uh, Mike two, uh, everyone hmm. else yeah. zero. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you're counting. Twitter did vote very heavily in the episode zero. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're mm-hmm. counting a uh, an episode that we all agreed was not canon, um, but happened to leak That's out true. because one person wanted to make sure they got the points from that round. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't remember that that same way, but but we'll, we'll move on while I'm still ahead by two. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, fair. 
So we got some some club updates. Uh, we'll start with the crew because that's how uh, numbers or letters work. Yeah, no, numbers crew, too. Crew comes before F. That's true. Uh, also, 96 comes before like 2017 or whenever the hell you guys came it's, around. It's actually 2019. Columbus Crew is the latest expansion team on oh. MLS, just to keep it straight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you guys read the, the Biz Journal interview with uh, Dr. Pete Edwards, um, which is one of those things that both filled me with joy and made me like unconscionably angry (laughs) because like the first thing that Dr. Pete Edwards says is is like, yeah, we're selling like tons of tickets. It's unbelievable. I don't know. It's like, if you advertise, then people get really excited and buy stuff. I don't know. It's just (laughs) like, I I'm so glad. I'm so glad that, you know, people are supporting the team, you know, because there was a Mm -hmm. chance that, 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 that it all would have fizzled. You know, we've all had nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it just makes me hate pre-court so much more. Yeah. Ah. If anyone thinks that this is anyone but pre-court's fault, just remember for a second that they said that they had to move the team because of business results. And mm-hmm. then they promoted every single person in charge of those results. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like he did it on purpose. This is just insane. And, and right. now we can finally see that, you know, uh, people love crew it's, it's yeah it, it just it simply is true um and and now we have real owners that are going to take them to the next level in a yeah. month they said that they had a bidding war for the tv rights with that that ended uh. up with us actually able to watch the team on television with a post and pre-game show it's it, it's something yeah. that we we never ever saw in the pre-court era the first thing he sank was that fucking tv deal yeah, like immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, this is, I, it's just, it's a, it's a revelation. I, uh, okay. Uh, moving on to other interviews before I fucking yeah. blow my top. <laughs> uh, Columbus Weekly uh, featured the crew on the cover. That was pretty nice. Um, they had an interview with Frankie, uh, <laughs> which uh, was it went exactly how you would suspect any interview with Frankie would go. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm like so excited. I was freaking out before I had to go fishing all the time. It was like what? fishing, man. Like, let's fishing. <laughs> how many how many sentences or words did Frankie get through before he said "do"? Oh, five words. He's got <laughs> the dude in the fifth word. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and every sentence thereafter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty brave that they actually brought up uh, Alex Deck in there. Uh, yeah. To which Frankie was like, uh, yeah, uh, I freaked out a little bit and, uh, that wasn't great. We're cool now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Frankie to death. I, he's, he's honestly like just the sweetest, like, like it, he, in my personal interactions with him, yeah. he's always been super sweet and just yeah. like, you can tell his enthusiasm is just hardcore, but so is his passion, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm glad Alex has been able to kind of apparently move past it. She's a stronger woman than I am. I don't think that I would be <laughs> down with Frankie at this point, but you yeah, know, I'm sure. glad that yeah. the two of them seem to be on an understanding. Yeah, it, don't, it don't just, drink and Twitter, folks. Yeah, it, it just blows my mind that he chose to attack her, of all people, instead of the people that were actually actively trying to ruin his club. Right. Right. Like, well, that's how lashing out works, though. You know, like like those yeah. people were still his you boss. Know, it was two days before. The, yeah, it was two days before that they announced that that they might be selling. Yeah. So, like you know, you you're lashing out the one person 
who who you can you know go at who happens to be a lady right. like not saying yeah. that that has anything to do with it but just yeah. saying hmm. right it's yeah. kind of weird it is pretty weird um i'm sure frankie will will do his best to uh try to try to behave a little mm-hmm. bit better mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well, uh, Alex Deck is not the only uh, Crew SC member to turn her coat. Uh, yes. uh, Kakuta Mane has now has now joined uh, has now joined SC Cincinnati from Columbus Crew ish by way of Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the first Hell is Real double agent. I'm so excited. Yeah, um, I'm I'm 100 getting that home jersey. By the way, <laughs> listen as 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 friend of the show Morgan Hughes pointed out, we trained him wrong on purpose as a joke. Um, you know he will he will do. Yeah, he was he was good for us. We 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 had a we had a good little run with him. I hope you guys have more success with him. I want eventually. I would love eventually for there to be a, a kind of no trade sort of rivalry agreement that there is de facto mm-hmm. between some older sports rivalries. Um, but you know, yeah. if you're gonna take anybody who's a former cruiser, I, I'll take Mane for sure. You know, don't take somebody who's central to our hearts, but take him. Will Trap's coming. We all know it. No, he's fucking not. <laughs> oh my god. And- and the good news with this um, extra money is that crew can can use it to pay off. Uh, I think maybe point two of Pedro Santos's salary. Jeez. <laughs> hey, listen. So that's that's that, that's a win for everybody. I think. that goal last year was worth the one point six million dollars. <laughs> that one goal. <laughs> Pedro yeah, no, Santos I, is a gift that keeps on giving, except where goal differential is concerned. <laughs> I know. I, oh my god! Can we talk about his shot uh, attempt in the Bridgeview oh game? God. We, wow. we will get to that. We will get to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I actually secretly work. secretly hope that Santos has a breakout year. If I was going to make like a uh, 2019 uh, hot take prediction, I think Santos <laughs> is going to have his best year, which isn't hard. But I think he'll actually <laughs> help the team. Yeah. might get four assists yeah. yeah i think i think we're gonna see a lot of people unlocked under under a more aggressive caleb porter model i think uh i think bringing waylon francis back is going to be brilliant because waylon was so good in the attack um yeah. and uh and i think if he's less concerned about needing to track back immediately on defense constantly he's gonna really just be unleashed this year but we'll get to all that there's a yes. much more pressing matter uh, with the with the crew and Real quick, real quick, just one more yeah. thing on Mane. I do want to point out, uh, Mane played his best in the league when he was at Vancouver. Yes. Right now, FCC is basically Vancouver. Like, we have stolen so many players from there. Our coaches from there, the coaching styles from there. I think Mane yeah. is going to have a better year than he's had in recent years. That's okay, true. I'm done. Oh, no, 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 no. I think, I think that's a really good point and something that I ignored because I choose to be ignorant about you guys. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, Great member of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I really bring a lot to this team, let me tell you. Um, it's that silky smooth voice, baby. I know. Are you talking about Can't Sloth? Turn it down. You were, you were going to talk I'm about I'm talking sloth, about Sloth real quick. I um, fucking knew let's, it. Let's talk about Sloth. It's a Sloth watch. So, um, friend, friend of the show, Lady Stang. I like it now. Now. Reached out to me on Twitter, and uh, she she pointed out that my enthusiasm for sloth might not be uh, the greatest thing. It appears that the person who took Milton Valenzuela out for the entire season was a quote unnamed trialist, 
and there haven't been too no. many weird trialists. I'm thinking it's Sloth. I'm no. thinking I'm thinking our boy Sloth may have killed Milton Valenzuela. So mm, holy shit. Yeah. So now I'm I'm you can't write drama I'm, like this. I'm, it, it's it's got to be a long thing. So so Sloth comes to camp and Milton's like, "Haha, you're named after a really slow animal," and it gets in his head. <laughs> and he like and he just like he he frames a picture of Milton and he's throwing darts at it. And so, you know, next day out of practice, he just takes out his ACL. Listen, Sloth, if you're listening to this, first of all, call our hotline. You need to spill your secret. <laughs> but second of That's all. That's the rules. Yeah, it, it is the rules. But second of all, um, please, please stop your murderous rampage. Um, I, I track, I, I'm walking back all of the jokes I made about your name. Um, you can find a good, loving, accepting place where they don't know that sloth means a really slow animal. Like any non-English speaking country, you'll be totally fine. Um, I'm really sorry if I, if I caused this. Uh, well, I've got nothing to add to that. So I will just say that, uh, some species of sloth, uh, grow moss in their fur that they eat. Uh, so that's they sure do. That's my addition. <clears throat> Did you know that mm. many species of sloths are faster swimmers than they are mm, walkers? That isn't surprising to me because if they weren't faster swimmers, they would just all drown. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, some sloths uh, mistake their own uh, arms for branches <laughs> when they when they're reaching out and fall to their deaths. Anyway, uh, speaking of things that are dead. Uh, transfers to the Columbus crew. Uh, the rumors are that that uh, no one no one else is heading to the crew in in this window. Uh, I don't care about that. I think the team is pretty much set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where Nagby was really going to fit anyway. He's obviously a good player and he does well under Porter, but uh, they've they've got a pretty good lock in their midfield yeah, right now. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to add too many pieces. The only piece that I'm looking to add is uh, in the summer transfer window. I want somebody who can step in and be Peepa's replacement. I don't want to be go through a year of training mm. somebody. I would That's love true. to bring in a, a good mm-hmm. number ten who's already tried and true, but still has some years under his belt. That's the only transfer I want to be making. I think a better solution to that would to bring in a wizard that can turn Peepa back six years Ooh, and have mm. him continue to play for the crew. Because I don't know can if you he is buy down wizard salaries yeah. with Tam. <laughs> hey that's for our, that's for our, uh, our later part <laughs> sorry what you can do is you can sign youth players and then uh extract their young blood to feed into people that will prolong <laughs> his aging process fuck? uh i think i'm I pretty think sure that's, that's how it works unicorns i'm pretty sure that's unicorns and i thought you're oh, going fuck. with like uh, uh, Hogwarts is now uh, Cruise <laughs> Academy. <laughs> Y'all are fucked. Anytime you have the ball, expel Yarmus, and that ball's coming right to us. God damn it! Lock a fourth of them in the dungeons because they're little, literal criminals. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so we've got uh, the crew. The crew are messing with the youth in in some sort of way. Uh, oh, they fucking gross. with the Springley. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I know nothing about. Yeah, this. so um, just to just to kind of throw this together real quick, it seems that uh, the crew decided to hold a spring mini tournament season for men's college soccer teams in the area. Um, so by the area, it seems like they're pulling teams from uh, Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. Actually, NKU makes an appearance, which is cool. 
Um, most notably, though, they chose UC to be part of this league, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. UC, y- y'all might play at UC, but UC is playing in our league. They're our team. Y'all can take Xavier. <laughs> Mike, I know what a big Xavier fan you are. You oh, can my kill God. again. <laughs> I will fucking kill again. But yeah, no, I I think it I think it's just a brilliant power move to be like, you know, the team that represents Cincinnati the most. Nah, they're in our little thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's great, too, because if the teams win, um, they get nothing because they play in college and the NCAA is the biggest piece of shit in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck NCAA for real. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big old fuck you to the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> NCAA, uh, if you're listening, you have to call in. <laughs> yeah, so that we can fucking break you. I also just want to make clear if you have any kind of like anxiety about calling in, don't worry, I will never answer these calls. They have to go to voicemail so I can play them on the podcast. So you can get like multiple tries of leaving these voicemails. Come on, NCAA, bring it on. <laughs> just tell us which one you want at the end. <laughs> Uh, Cincinnati's making some moves. Um, there, there's a little bit of loan talk. Um, I didn't bother looking up who we've loaned because they're dead. They're gone forever. We know that, uh, those people never come back from the USL. They're gone. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. No, that's, that's, how that that's probably true. Alex mm-hmm. Cronale came back last year. Are you no sure? one knows if that's you real sure or not. you're not thinking of Karen Cronale? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I thought she was hanging out with friends friends of the show, everyone in Columbus. So. <laughs> yeah. Karen Cronale, I hope future friend of the show. Um, uh, she's already <laughs> she's already befriended the uh, the much more famous Columbus Crew Soccer podcast. But um, I do uh, I do intend to. <laughs> massive Report. Yeah, Massive, yeah, massive Report. Everybody right? knows Massive Report. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Red Cards in Helltown. <laughs> I'll be honest. Is that is that still going? I have no idea. It's the only one I can think of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So yeah. yeah. No, Karen uh, Cronale, come on the show. You only come back from USL if your um, if your mom hangs out with Morgan Hughes. Uh, <laughs> I, I need I need um, some explanation here from you, Stephen. Uh, yeah. Because I've seen that Alan Cruz has become a DP. Uh, yes. And I have no idea how that works because apparently it's some Hogwarts level shit. Can you can you run me through this? Yeah, so I'm going to say this as I understand it. If uh, anyone comes out and corrects me, I don't care. Um, <laughs> Get involved on Twitter and, and we'll retweet you, maybe. Yeah, so basically, um, as everyone knows, FCC has been throwing out Gam and Tam uh, like they have all of it in the world. Um, and apparently they've realized that they might not have all of it in the world anymore. Uh, so when we signed Alan Cruz, he was above the DP threshold, but we had enough TAM to buy him down so that he wasn't a designated player. However, he's also under the age of 23, which means that we could make him a young, a young designated DP. player, yeah. which only has a 200k cap hit instead of a 500k cap hit. So instead of using Tam to buy him down, we just go ahead and made him a young DP to save 300k Tam or Gam or whatever Monopoly money. Um, ham, yeah, ham. Um, for so obviously this is going to take up a DP slot, so it's a little bit of a kick to the uh, ambition rankings. Um, but also, I mean, it's assumed that we're going to get more next year because MLS is throwing out shit out like crazy and they can rebuy him down if they want to get a third DP or uh, something. So I think it's a hilarious move for their first year and it makes sense. 
Um, it's just really bizarre to have your second ever club DP not be announced. Yeah, no I just I just want to give you guys credit because this is some five D chess shit that usually oh, yeah. takes like five years in MLS <laughs> to learn how to play this game. You guys are coming right out the gate with some advanced calculus. It's awesome for sure. Yeah, they they are certainly playing the game their own way. We'll see if it works. Because we play at Nippert, which is on UC's campus. There's calculus classes there. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, that checks job, out. <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> so Cincinnati going ham with the Gam and Tam. Uh, speaking of being extra as fuck, hi, FC Cincinnati fans. Um, thank you for um, annoying Adidas enough to uh, make them take your money. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. What? Have you seen any of this, Evan? Um, uh, you run it by me again. Okay, so uh, there are obviously everyone knows that we're not getting authentic kits and we're only getting the um, replicas. Right. Uh, so alongside of that, um, the team has been pictured in these like Adidas uh, zip up training jackets that everyone has been losing their mind for. <laughs> like anytime any of them is pictured. There's like 300 posts on the Twitter account like, hey, when can we buy these? I really want to buy these. Can you guys let us know when these are for sale? And then finally the club was like, um, Adidas only made these for our players. Sorry, they're not going to be available for sale. So the FCC fans continued to bitch and moan about it until Adidas (laughs) relented and are now going to be making them to sell to fans because we complained so fucking much about this fucking zip up. I, to be honest, none of this surprises me. Adidas has been such a shit show, and we'll, I, I want to talk a little yeah. bit about that later. But just like the 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 fact that the fact that it took constant badgering to make what seems like a relatively simple product available yeah. to fans is wild. Yeah. and like they they should have seen our merchandise sale numbers in USL. We were fucking insane right. people. Like, yeah, Dick Sporting Good has us listed as one of the top soccer teams because our fans buy so much shit it's it is literally stupid how much money uh the city spends on merch yeah we love it it is what it is yep uh so so uh good job you uh annoying mosquitoes on twitter uh and and they say fucking tweeting doesn't do anything for the world uh We had some Carolina <laughs> Cup action. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, uh, except for the uh, shit audio quality, um, which I think was worse than our uh, hidden episode. Yeah, uh, it might have been. And the, the, the refing was terrible throughout, which we'll get to. Uh, and the corner kicks were the worst thing that's ever happened to my ears. Yeah, that 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 corner uh, that, that stadium announcer really, really enjoyed corner kicks. Like, more than he enjoyed <laughs> penalties. It's mm-hmm. very confusing. Uh, I don't even think he yelled when they when like when the mustard team scored, but no, no, not at all. Very confusing. Uh, in the first match, uh, Crew went one one with Bridgeview. Uh, Birdhalter's side uh, came out with a point, uh, despite Stephen uh, full on possessing Will Trap and employing his favorite FIFA tactic of making him and I play a man down for fucking fifty plus minutes like an asshole. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mike. Whose side came out one one? Uh, Birdhalter's. Hmm. What? <laughs> Not sure I about didn't that. Even catch that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, did Waylon Francis uh, not put the ball in uh, for for a forward to head it straight into the goal? Oh, yeah, that sounds right. That's a Berhalter uh, move. Yeah. Mm. So mm. All, all I'm all I'm saying is Berhalter is wearing uh, Caleb Porter like a skin jacket. 
uh, <coughs> Bridgeview scored because uh, <laughs> the defense disappears. Classic Arsenal move. Uh, mm-hmm. Phenomenal work. Uh, and uh, the only thing that I really had to say about the game was that uh, the Carolina Cup must be the real shit because the crew played their fucking starters the entire game. Yeah, you. I yeah. told you guys you don't want to deal with this. You you can't handle this heat. Carolina Cup is oh our fucking CONCACAF Champions League. Like, we take this shit seriously. Um, the fact that you guys are leading in the cup standings right now is probably like, it, I, I bet Will Trap is screaming at everybody in that locker room right as we speak. <laughs> he, I mean, he did come out with that tweet recently, uh, that quote, and then he's like, we haven't won anything. We want to win things. Yeah. So yeah, I bet he's losing his fucking yeah, mind. Yeah. Still thinking about them fucking Dillos. Still thinking about mm-hmm, that Dillo. Mm-hmm. Um, I look, the trap gets the red card in minute 30 after, after Giassi, uh, uh, ties it up one, one, um, to me, uh, I, I, I get that it, it is an unquestionable red card just because, uh, just because it is a two-footed studs-up tackle. There was yeah, so yeah, sure. obviously always... no intent there. It's so obvious that he slipped. Oh, my um, God. Did you really just say no intent? There's no intent. <laughs> listen, listen, we... Uh, I, I understand that part of this, part of this, you, for part of this, you need to kind of know Will Trap as, as you guys do, but the fact is the guy goes hard, but he's not stupid. He's not an overly aggressive player in the regular season. He's not fucking deliberately two footed studs up tackling a dude in a preseason match. Even if it is Carolina cup, that doesn't I, fucking matter for the rest. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I look, look, it doesn't I, even enter the equation. I know. And that's why I'm saying like, I get as the way the rules are written now that the, he has to receive the red card, but there's so obviously no intent. <laughs> That it really bothered well, me. I guess if you have to give him the red card because that's what the rules say. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, the thing so that... stupid with its rules <laughs> and its laws. <laughs> He's a nice kid. He's yeah, a yeah. nice little baby kid. He came out of nowhere. We were all surprised. Oh, man. He was always <laughs> such a quiet kid. He kept to himself. And then suddenly his two foot studs up tackling a USL player. Oh, uh, the thing that bothered me, uh, the red card was totally fine. I, I agreed with it. Um, the the only issue for me is that this is a practice match. Uh, if I was Chicago, I would want crew to bring on a replacement and not have Will play, but still do an 11 v 11 game, um, which probably would have worked better for Chicago anyway, because then they didn't have to have the embarrassment of getting completely dominated in possession by a team down a man. Yeah, I think Chicago might have said that they needed to bring a dude on if they had fucking noticed that the crew were down to 10 men because they certainly played like they weren't for like seven No minutes. kidding. It was only like yeah. the very end when they were like, oh shit, wait a second. Their captain got sent off like almost an hour ago. <laughs> part, part, of this, part of this, I think, is a, is a real credit to Porter's coaching because the fact is that uh, we were all concerned because he, he's got a little less of a defensive mindset than, than Burhalter did. So when we went down a man, my first thought was, you know, now we're going to be really opened up. The fact is our tour did an incredible job of shutting things down in the midfield. Um, he was absolutely dominant out there. Um, and I think he did a really good job of making, making up for the fact that trap wasn't there. Um, I, part of it, part of the blame does lie with the inept Chicago fire who continue to be the shittiest team on earth. But Yep, um, yep, yep. But I think part of it, part of it, is also a real credit to the boys for making ten men seem like twelve. 
Yeah, great work to Greg Berhalter for uh, having the same team for like three seasons and uh, drilling them very hard into one thing that they kept doing even when he was gone. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Exactly what happened, you know it was. <laughs> Waylon Francis has slotted right back into his role as Greg Berhalter's number one boy. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and Berhalter's number one striker is whoever is on the team. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, Except Adam Bedell. Well, <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Uh, <laughs> we'll never forget you, Adam Beetle. Uh, the Mustard team uh, went up uh, against FC Cincinnati. Uh, that ended up being 1 0, according to the FC Cincinnati Twitter account. <laughs> uh, after times, they, yeah. after they scored their uh, second goal, and it was 2 1. Good mm-hmm. job, yep. uh, FC Cincinnati Twitter. Uh, fan of the show, Fernando Adi, uh, obviously listens uh, because he scored after the second minute, shutting me right the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god, that goal was so beautiful. Like, the goal itself was actually pretty sloppy, but the build-up for it, like, uh, I don't know, there was all this, like, okay, this is the first time we get to really watch us as an MLS team. Uh, it's the second minute. They're just, like, knocking the ball around so beautifully. Small, tight, really good passes. And then it turns into a goal in the second minute. Like, that's got to be such a fucking relief for Cincinnati fans. Yeah, as a big re- relief for me because um, I was still playing Civ. So, uh, <laughs> oh, God damn it. There were two bullshit uh, penalties uh, called in that game. Uh, one was ball to hand, which enrages me to no end. Uh, yep. Uh, except, except for the ref... Uh, made it even worse and somehow called off a goal for a in, in lieu of a penalty. Yes. Because yes. he apparently forgets that advantage is a thing and that's what it's fucking for. Jesus. Yeah, so Evan, oh. uh, I know you didn't watch, but uh Fernando Adi had the ball in the box and he made this beautiful spin. He was just like right in front of goal, yeah. getting ready to shoot. Defender literally like Swats football it. drags him to the ground. Right. He just drags mm-hmm. him to ground. Oh, yeah. As he's falling down, he kicks the ball anyway and scores. Fucking, oh, it was awesome. Like, God. really fighting through. The referee calls off the goal and points to the spot. Like, what are you well, doing? Listen, yeah. <laughs> I have never seen that. The, the commentators were telling me it's also preseason for the officials. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It was clearly they said preseason that shit for so the much. fucking announcers because all they could talk about was Zico fucking Lewis. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like if, seriously, if, if, if you had been playing a Zico Lewis drinking game, you would have been dead 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good mm-hmm. name. Should the crew sign him? Uh, uh, no, because it sounds like Zika, and that's bad. Ooh, oh, okay, fair, fair enough. Mm-hmm. And his hair sucked. Oh, shit. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> uh, FC Cincinnati did us a solid by keeping up. Uh, yes. Keep going one of Steven's favorite stupid stats. You want to run us through that one, buddy? Yes, yes. Uh, so this is my mini segment, Stupid Stats That Don't Matter. Uh, do. This one was brought to my attention by Reddit user ABCT5783. That's a Russian bot. Probably. Okay. Uh, so all time competitions between FC Cincinnati and Charleston. You know who has won the most games? No, have nobody. Have, well, you guys have played I, I, I do, but you told yeah, me about yeah, that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, motherfucking Forrest Lasso has won every single game. Wait, what? He played. He played for Charleston first, <laughs> and when he was on the team, 
Charleston won. Then he switched to FCC. When he was on FCC, they've won. It's happened every single time. Yep. Nice. Nice. It's pretty fucking funny. Forrest last. That was actually a big deal when uh when when uh he got signed because people were like, oh, maybe we'll actually be Charleston now. And then we did, and they were like, he's amazing. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. I can't yeah. believe that that held up. Very excited to see that. Alrighty. Uh well, I think that that'll about do us for uh for match wrap ups. Um uh so before we move into uh the MLS rules stuff, um I really wanted to to do like a quick true or false uh with you guys. Okay. Um so we know uh all about the goofy like uh no ties rule that MLS used to have in its first three seasons, mm-hmm. right? Where they'd mm-hmm. have a keeper and a kick taker like running each other from like thirty five yards out and try not to kill each other. Uh dur- during during the process, you know, kind of like a hockey mm-hmm. shootout, but without all of the things that keep hockey players safe. Great idea. <laughs> uh, MLS has had a lot of uh, other good ideas that they, for some reason, uh, didn't implement. Um, so we're going to see if Steven and Evan here can guess uh, which proposed rule change uh, MLS had, uh, which one is real, and which ones are uh, bullshit that I made up. Okay. Um, okay. Quick caveat here. This comes from something that I saw on Reddit one time, and I have not fact-checked it one bit. Uh, we're in the post-truth <laughs> era, people. Uh, this is Trump's America. So, Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Alabama. Roll Tide. Okay, <laughs> number one. Uh, so MLS thought of replacing throw-ins with kick-ins. True or false? Oh, man. I'm going to say that's true because I think they do it in – indoor soccer and that was like all the rage yeah mm. i i i'm going true as well that that definitely sounds like an early mls 1.0 idea that is true uh and in fact yeah. it was recently brought up again by one of the guys running for uh supreme fifa master uh so holy maybe, shit maybe really we'll see it again yeah yeah he was like why oh do we God. even use our hands that doesn't make any fucking sense oh, i think it was, yes. him. It was some, somebody that was like high up was like why do we use our hands at all that doesn't make any sense we should be kicking the ball in and i was like yeah. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Because uh, the best play in the world would be to dribble the ball up the side and then kick it off someone so you can set up set pieces. Absolutely, it would be. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. So true or false, uh, MLS thought about making the goal larger for more uh, scoring potential. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's got to be true. Oh, man. I don't want it to be, but it's totally true. My coworker that tries to suggest new rules for soccer suggested this one. <laughs> um, fuck. Everybody's got that. I'm going to say true. It's uh, That sounds great. Oh, your fucking coworker who knows nothing about soccer must, must work for MLS. I <laughs> 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 definitely considered that. Hell <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Amazing. I know. All right. That's so good. Okay, true or false? Uh, MLS decided or uh, thought about uh, dividing the game into three periods, uh, like in hockey. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. All right, so true or false? MLS loves hockey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, I I say true. Um, I no. You know what? This is false. I want it to be true, but this is absolutely false. Uh, if anything, they would want quarters because Don Garber has such a hard on for football. Oh, nice. I'm going to say it's true uh, because maybe quarters would be too hard. And if you did halves or uh, periods, that's more uh, mid-show entertainment and commercial breaks. Mm, okay. You could yep. sneak in. 
Uh, Evan got it exactly right. They wanted nice. to divide the game into quarters. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wild. I know. Uh, MLS uh, considered allowing timeouts uh, to happen. True or false? Wait, how would that even work? <laughs> <laughs> what does everybody freeze? Does everybody put a little marker down where they're standing? You can freeze tag. No. no <laughs> what like what happens? <laughs> what happens is a team calls timeout, and then everyone makes fun of FCC on Twitter. Oh my Twitter god, for red light, green light should have been my answer for the <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Can you imagine playing red light, green light with Zlatan, who just, like, keeps going no matter what? Zlatan uh, drives that, through red lights. This, yeah, that this, ref tried to. Do you guys remember that? That referee tried to be like, Zlatan, come here. Oh, yeah. And he just sat there, and eventually the ref kept doing it and then walking over to him. Yeah, and then walked to him to give him the yellow card. Yeah. Fucking yeah. coward. Okay, uh, so timeout. Timeout. True or false? I gotta say false. Uh, I'm gonna go true. That was absolutely true. Oh my God, absolutely damn. true. For sure, uh, you you know you you can totally see it too. It's like commercial oh, yeah. break potential. Sure. Come on, we gotta get them. Gotta get them bucks. All right, yep. uh, number five. Uh, true or false? Uh, MLS considered allowing unlimited subs, like in uh, college soccer, or like in our pre-show uh, bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we can think of it, MLS can think of it. So true. Uh, if this is true, uh, Stephen and I automatically get jobs at MLS. So I am <laughs> true. Rooting yep. true. Uh, that MLS, please is call into the show. Really false. Yeah. Oh, damn it! <laughs> damn it! Also, also fuck the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the team football. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, la- last one here. Uh, true or false? Uh, MLS considered extending the touchline a few yards behind the goal. Ooh. Oh, like in hockey. Just Shit. Like in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? Ella was like, guys, do you wanna do you just wanna make a second hockey team? <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna go true. Uh, mighty this ducks. is this mighty is, ducks. Yeah, this is true. Uh, yeah, that was absolutely true, for sure. Oh man. I have no idea I, how that would work. I only <laughs> know here. All I know is that 100% there would be a play where a team purposely uh, dribbles to the back of the net, chips it over, and then bikes it. And it would be amazing, and it would be the best sport. Why aren't we doing this? Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, that one. That one's so insane that I couldn't have thought of it. And it's definitely my favorite on the list. Ah, God, that's so fucking good. Oh, MLS, <laughs> you're fucking insane. Oh. All right, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, all right, so so we uh, now that we've kind of dealt with uh, MLS's, uh, we'll say checkered past. We wanted to kind of uh, see what we thought, uh, where we thought MLS would would be in like uh, five five ish years. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, Stephen, what, what do you where do you think MLS is gonna? What do you think MLS is gonna look like in in five years? Um, so I'm going to talk about some some rule changes mm-hmm. that are going to happen for Good. them. Um, the first one is, um, as we all know, international slots get moved around teams. And with mm-hmm. big spenders entering the league like uh, Atlanta and LAFC, uh, why not let DP slots be able to be traded? Um, so that, that would totally happen. Um, and then in 
uh, a move to not be outdone um, by Real Salt Lake and Houston Dynamo. Austin and Nashville uh, catch up with the worst trades ever and per- permanently trade DP slots to Crew and Cincy, respectively. <laughs> have, have you guys seen those those allocation uh, <laughs> or the uh, 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 international spot trades? Yeah, yeah. I, which I still yeah, don't fucking understand. Yes. Yes, Real Salt Lake permanently traded one to the Rapids. Dynamo permanently traded one to New York Red Bulls, and then like, the Rapids. We will never, we will never need another international player beyond the the like. We will never need n minus one. Yes, yeah. yeah they, they, Real Salt Lake forever has one less international slot than every other team. So does Houston Dynamo. Now Colorado <laughs> took Colorado took that international bonus spot that they had and they traded it to vancouver whitecaps on november 24th in 2010 and uh for a player santa nyasi i believe um that deal goes through december 31st 2031 they traded it for 21 years This, this no, Steve. This is terrible because it's a Bobcraft wet dream right here. He's like, yes. I, can, I can just never be expected to spend any money by just trading all the expensive shit away. Yeah, oh my you God. just sell off the assets. Yeah, I'm surprised Precourt didn't try. Right? <laughs> oh my God, um, I love this. So that's the first rule change. Um, the second rule change uh, was inspired by our god awful announcers um, yesterday. Um, We've often heard announcers say the absolute bullshit that is getting scored on early helps motivate a team. Uh, So to combat this, uh, MLS is now allowing teams to start down a goal right off of the bat. (laughs) So that way teams are going to be really motivated to go out there and play because they weren't already. Oh no! What you, what you want to do is 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 the big dick move, uh, where where you tell uh, the other team that you're allowing them to start two goals up, uh, mm. because everyone knows that that two nil down is the most dangerous lead. Yeah, yeah. You you're like we're like uh, we're gonna start one nil down, and the other team's coach is like, all right, that's cool. It's like we're gonna start two nil down. They're like, oh god, no! <laughs> no. How will we win? <laughs> Hey, listen, I have definitely played on some teams in various sports in the past where we essentially started 2-0 down and we still got our asses kicked, <laughs> so I'm not so confident. Um, Starting 2-0 down is called having me on your team because I fucking suck at soccer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most like, uh, like most great uh, rule changes MLS has had, uh, this next one is something that was tested in the USL first, kind of like VAR. Um, in fact, this was tested on our, uh, good friend here, Mr. Mike Burkle. Oh no. Uh, fans in the stands will now be able to receive yellow and red cards. (laughs) 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 Uh, For those of you that are unaware, uh, when Nippert, uh, when, when we first started playing in Nippert, FC Cincinnati did, uh, the, the, uh, Nippert was uh, handing out yellow and red cards to people who uh, fans who were uh, I don't know perhaps a bit uh, too ultra, and uh, yeah. your boy here got the first ever one. I think I was one of two people ever to get those because they stopped. I believe so. Yourself. 
Yeah, uh, yes. And I lost my fucking mind. And <laughs> so yeah, watch out, watch out. They're not going to ban you from the stadiums anymore. They'll just, you know, kind of slowly dish out punishment like they do to players. Oh, that's amazing. That one's a great one. So, so mm. that's 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 my three rule changes that I'm I'm thinking we're gonna see. I'm pretty confident about these. I love that. Okay. I've I've got one that I think is coming down the line too. Um, if I may interject here, sure, for sure. I, uh, you know, we've we've talked a little bit about international slots. Um, one thing that I've always been fascinated by is the allocation order. Oh um, no, where you know players returning to the league um, have to go to a certain team unless another team trades up to get that slot. Um, uh, what I I, I'm, I kind of want to combine these and just streamline the process for everybody. So all teams are going to send representatives to one central location, and we're going to hold a country draft where each team one by one will select a country and all players originating from that country will go to that Holy team shit. unless another team <laughs> trades for the rights for that player. Oh my God. I, I love this. I think this is great because it totally fucks over new expansion sides because they weren't at the country. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Good no. Good luck signing international players. Are you kidding me? You don't think that that would be an expansion draft slot? You can take five players or five countries? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What about Trinidad and Tobago and like Bosnia and Herzegovina? Oh, yeah. Do they cast too? <laughs> yeah, it's package. It's a package. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. If it's represented by one soccer union, then it's then sense. it's a package deal. But I, I, I actually, I mean, yeah, expansion sides could could draft uh, other people's players or countries. Um, but alternatively, any new countries that are created by a revolution <laughs> or, you know, treaties of some sort, those could go automatically to uh, to the to the newest expansion side. So I'm trying to think when South Sudan came around, I guess Atlanta would have probably gotten their uh, mm. gotten their rights. So that that'd be pretty cool. Atlanta United could definitely use the help of all the South Sudanese yeah. soccer stars that are. You know, what I really like about that is that um, right now we have people getting uh, into kind of like local law and state law uh, and city law, trying to understand like what's going on with the stadium. Are we going to be able to keep our team? Uh, now we can start having teams directly have hand in international conflict because they want to sign soccer players. Yeah. Boy, that sounds like a great <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah, this is a geopolitical nightmare waiting to happen. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> like what about what about uh, like Kosovo yeah, yeah. or Gibraltar? Like, you know, you've got countries within countries uh, that don't recognize the country in their country. Like, like Spain can't, Spain yeah, can't play Gibraltar. Absolutely. Like, what about mm-hmm. a Tibetan player? Yeah, yeah. A Tibetan player. I mean, it, it, does the team that drafts China automatically get that Tibetan player? Do they – can the team who picks Tibet – Try to get that Tibetan player, but the China the, the China team can just grab them. Yeah, the, the, I, I, the, I like the Balkans this. are going to erupt again over uh, MLS, and that's fine. That's great. That's a great thing. Oh, we want that. I wonder. I wonder who New England would permanently trade their country to. <laughs> uh, no, I. It's not just one country, my friend. The entire map has to be colored mm-hmm. with MLS fans. So, so the, the the natural progression of this is that anytime you go visit a country abroad you you'll be surrounded by supporters bars for like the san jose earthquakes in the middle of senegal like who could have seen that coming how about uh, i think that would be really fun how about they redraft every year and it takes the place of the super draft yeah that'd be way better <laughs> that'd be way better 
so so my idea for this was uh, a little similar to your guys' except um teams would now be able to, to uh in five years MLS will allow teams to be uh to trade fans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. shit. Yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah, so so, 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 the, so the big name the big name fans, you know, like your your uh yeah, your your capos for for your Portland Timbers, your mm-hmm. your uh, Morgan Hughes, your Shrek Meccas, me, uh, mm-hmm. you're, they're all up for grabs, baby. You know, so so you know you could be shipped over to over to Vancouver and have to start start a start your new life at, as a Whitecaps fan, or you know, oh, in the expansion no. the expansion draft. You know, you got to protect your 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 best fans but that that leaves your your middle of the road guys you know your your ones that that, that are solid you know showing up to to most games and everything unprotected yeah now they would of course um use the allocation resource uh fam for this the fan allocation money <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. (laughs) Hashtag fam. Yep. Oh, man. Well, since he's been bringing in a lot of fam, I wonder who they're going to be getting. (laughs) I I heard the fight and win guys demanding a really high price. uh... Oh, my God. Orlando would sign that dude that's trying to make ultras a thing. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so so here's my question can a can a team come to a mutual like termination of fandom so like <laughs> let's say let's say i'm i'm a chicago fire fan and i'm tired of shoving hot coals up my anus every yeah, year yeah. because it's more pleasurable than watching my team play um can i go to the fire and be like listen i'm tired of your security guards beating up fans i'm tired of you guys putting out shitty product on a uh, high school football field in the middle of suburban chicago um can, can we just come to a mutual understanding here and i can go on my merry way mm, that's a good question maybe but then they they might still hold your rights you know? yeah yeah i think i think oh I think god that's you sucks. might you might have to fan overseas for a little bit or, or, or you could drop down leagues. You could you could either go to the new Canadian Premier League, or you could go USL Championship. You yeah, got so options you as a could fan. Get picked okay. up by the Charlotte Independence, you know. Yeah, you could you could be a real journeyman fan. <laughs> I'm gonna spit up my fucking tape. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh fuck! That's really. Uh, all right, so I'm excited for MLS. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a great time to be an MLS fan. Oh, also, um, <laughs> my reality. Uh, Thirty years from now, Don Garber's still in charge. So, oh, well, duh, Just, yeah, yeah. Zombie oh, Don yeah, well, still, yeah. still, still making his way. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, fans, you might have noticed that uh, we're uh, approaching the end of the end of our time. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, we're still learning. We we got a lot of content, so uh, this one's going to be a long one. You're welcome. We we kind of <sighs> stuffed this episode full of shit because we didn't think we'd have a lot to talk about. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, we're still learning. Uh, so uh, we got a, we got a discussion that we wanted to kind of bring up because um, you guys may have not have heard uh, the the Alley Ga- Galaxy is now uh, doing what the fuck at the Alley Galaxy once, just like uh, just like they always have. I was gonna uh, say FC's now doing. Fans. Yeah, I know. FC Cincinnati <laughs> fans, you know, I know that you're new to soccer. You know, you're you're, you're new to this fighting and winning thing. So let me give you the fucking rundown. 
Uh, the LA Galaxy is the team that, that runs this league. The LA Galaxy gets to do whatever the LA Galaxy wants. Um, they were the reason that you know the DP rule was made when they wanted to bring in Beckham. And then when they wanted to bring in uh, more expensive players, uh, they just kept adding DP slots. Um, and now we've gotten to a point where they uh, where the LA Galaxy has decided uh, we want Zlatan here on a DP contract. Uh, we'll, we'll get rid of Giovanni DeSantos, uh, except Giovanni DeSantos has said, no, I'm good. Yeah, uh, uh, n- not only that, the <laughs> players union have said, we're not letting that happen. Yeah, yeah. So so, so, so they, they, they tried to get Giovanni DeSantos to just, like, fuck off, but he said, no thanks, I don't want to be bought out. Uh, I, I want to play here. Uh, and now they have four designated players on the roster, and MLS says you can only have three, and uh, we have... We have reached a, a critical mass point to where uh, something's got to give. So either MLS has to bend their rules once again at like you know the eleventh hour and piss off every other team, or what? So what do you do? I I think what we actually might see happen, and I'm I'm completely not saying this as a joke. I think they might have to loan. Uh, probably uh, Alessandrini, because uh, he's the DP that's actually good and not the brothers, um, mm. to another team and also pay that team. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. they're gonna have to wow. dump it in a way that follows the rules, and they have zero bargaining power in this. Yeah, because it, it's super weird. Because, um, yeah, I, I, if I understand this right, and uh, I will point you to the athletic article about this because it goes very well into, into depth, and I, I am totally not the person to, uh, to be doing rules as we as we suggested. But, um, as as far as I know, uh, loaning a player out doesn't get rid of the entire. Uh, like cap space or, or, or whatever. Like, like there, there's, there's something that fucking yeah. with it. Like either um, it doesn't get rid of your cap space or it doesn't get rid of your uh, something. I, I, I don't know. Like, like, but it's, it, it's not like a foolproof solution uh, either way. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're fucked. I mean, I yeah. mean, they're, they're like, and the league's fucked too, because they let it go on for this long. Exactly. Like, and, 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 that's kind of what I, what I want right, to talk about right. because um, I understand why MLS does a lot of these things. Like Gam and Tam are like, you know, ridiculous, but in the single entity structure, it, it, it makes sense. You know, why go through, you know, banks and, right. and, and trade money when it's when it's all just you know made up anyway. It's just trading money between billionaires so they can make it work. I mean, even the, the Jermaine Jones envelope nonsense made sense to me because that's essentially the single entity system working as intended you know you've got the league negotiating uh with his former club for for a price and then uh neither uh chicago new england right yeah uh, neither chicago or england wanted to uh budge uh they they both wanted to pay that price so they came up with a with a solution instead of having both teams bankrupt themselves in a bidding war like that that is the single entity structure working as intended it looks ridiculous mm-hmm. i mean but but you know of course all all leagues do stupid shit you know we, we we've talked about the reason we want to do this podcast is the sports are weird yeah. and mls looks nice enough a lot of the time but this this is one of those times where something has happened that just removes the glamour uh, that mls puts up and reveals it to be the fucking bog witch that it pretends not to be because this is this is really bad uh this is way worse than, than any of that shit you know by, by the league's rules 
LA should be totally fucked. They they gambled and I mean, they lost. Disqualified. They should be disqualified. Right. Play. But you but but you can't do that. You you right. you can't let it happen, right? And like right? Am I am I crazy in thinking that that MLS like cannot let that happen? It would it, it would destroy the galaxy. Um who's going to show up? For sure. It's no, like, for sure. Uh right. I just thought of something. Do you think they might send one of their DPs down to the USL? Who knows? Oh my god. They have an LAG2 team. Does that count? Oh my god. Wait, wait. Is that where the Dos Santos brothers find themselves again? Oh my god. Can you imagine wait, if they send they... both of them? I genuinely don't know if you're allowed to do <laughs> yes. that. Yo, yeah, genuinely... you can. Yeah. Yeah, DPs have been learned to USL before. Is that does that wait what? free up free up yeah. the DP stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's it's oh once you loan them, they're no longer on your roster, technically. Okay. You might still have their cap space, but they don't count as one of your game eligible players. But can't you move up? Like, can't you move people like from yeah, but USL team? You would have to and do like, it, so. It's like international spots too. Like, if you have an international that you want to move up, you have to have an international spot for it. Um, okay. So, so if they just banish them to USL, they can get new DPS. I think can, so. Can they refuse that. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I mean think that that's what they already would have done. Like, like this has been like a big deal for for a while now, and it started yeah. w- when Atlanta wasn't sure if Miguel Almiron was going to leave to Newcastle, but he did, and it was, right. ended up being fine. The the thing is too is that we've now seen um, in the last twenty uh, twelve months MLS step in and stop two USL deals. There was the uh, one mm-hmm, where the true. player gets loaned to Nashville, and then there was the one uh, mm-hmm. where FCC tried to get Fabian Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, so, right. do we see uh, possibly LA Galaxy trying to do this loan to their team, and USL say, "You know what? No, fuck you guys." Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Because why wouldn't they? Like, yeah, like, right. Like, like, what? Well, what? What does? What does the USL have to gain by by bailing MLS out? Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. MLS doesn't want to play ball with USL. Like they 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 fucking. Uh, Take the take the the teams uh, that are most successful from from USL and and, and make them MLS teams and yeah, that obviously doesn't help USL. Mm-hmm. Like what what do they have to gain by right. by helping MLS out other other than being bros in the soccer world? Yeah, it's 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 gonna be. I, I have no idea how this situation is gonna play out. Um, but they they've got like two weeks to figure it out. Yeah, like uh, I mean, <laughs> it's coming up real quick. Is, March March first, March second. Uh, March second, I think. Yeah, it might be March first, though. Very, very, very soon. Very soon. Like yeah, March second. Wow. And I mean, like, like, let's say the worst thing happens, and and LA Galaxy don't come up with a solution, right? They've got four DPS, and and, and right. they they start playing. What happens? I mm-hmm. mean, as as far as I know, they should forfeit every game yeah, three nil. There's no penalty. But the league can't let that happen. They they they, they can't. Right. It, it, like, who's gonna show up to a game that you know is off? Like, would you even play it? it? Doesn't make any sense. It do, it would completely destroy the credibility of the league. Which I mean is, I mean, if you pay attention <laughs> to the real shit, pretty shaky anyway. But like, got him. We've never said that before. Like, seriously, like, 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 yeah. what, what do you do? Like, like, okay. I actually let me put it to you this way, and and listeners, I would love to have your your, your thoughts on this because it's something I've been thinking like obsessively about when I wasn't playing that game that we're not allowed to talk about. Um, uh, would you rather the, 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 the league ignore this, 
uh, this issue so, uh, so that, you know, we can play and, and, and just put our heads down and, and, and whatever. Maybe, maybe Giovanni DeSantos just never makes the bench and he's just, he's just on there and everyone just like shuts up. Or would you rather them, would you, would you rather them, them, them fucking sleep in the bed that they made um, and lose every game three nil? Which one would you rather yeah. have? Honestly, honestly, uh, I don't know. If I genuinely asking, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I will I will say this. These rules have been around forever. There's no excuse for not knowing the rules. You don't get to you don't get to, you know, change do something you know is outside of the rules and then just look at the league and shrug your shoulders and do your cute little LA Galaxy smile and get away with it. Um it's not I don't I don't see any reason why they should be allowed to do this and I I feel like I feel like it's it, the the onus is absolutely on MLS. For if sure. it's gonna if it's gonna run by this single entity structure, it needs to be unafraid to enforce its rules. Okay, this isn't this isn't like a weird rule or a new rule. You have this many DP slots, you fill them. That's it. it you just if a team's not gonna play by those rules, you fucking take the hit. You've still got LAFC charging ahead in Los Angeles. All LA Galaxy, LA, in my opinion, I've got really derogatory feelings about it as a city. <laughs> so, look, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fair weather town. You, you've seen this. You've seen this in numerous other sports. Um, it, as soon as LA Galaxy bounce back from this, the fans will flock back to LA, uh, LA Galaxy. Um, in the meantime, they've got a great home in LAFC. The league can keep raking in those fucking LA dollars. I don't see why if it takes a couple weeks of these three nil forfeits to be for LA Galaxy to bl- blink first. LA Galaxy needs to blink first. But, but what I'm saying is if they can't, if they, if, if they can't blink, if, if, if they're stuck with these four DPs, you're saying you would rather them run the whole season doing, th- doing, doing three nils and risk tanking, uh, you know, one of the, one of the founding members of, of MLS, you know, cause, cause you're right. Uh, LA might be a fair weather town, but I mean, what if it destroys the franchise? Do you care? There's, there's, there's no care? way that's going to happen. Don't, there's, there's just I no way the, the, no, no MLS. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they buy out yeah. the contractor. MLS, the, the front office of MLS will buy out the contract if they have to. They will do whatever it happens. Like, it's, yeah. it's unfair yeah. and it's bullshit, but it's it's what's going to happen. There's there's no way Galaxy are going to suffer any real, actual consequence from this. Mm. Uh, there's just not a chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, 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 you know, like, like what, do you, but what would you prefer? Like, like, do you think I, I, I think what I prefer is that uh, if they're not compliant on the very first game, then they lose that game three nil and uh, then L.A. Galaxy becomes compliant somehow. And okay. if it gets that far, I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. Um, but I don't think it'll last more than one game, if any. OK, that's fine. OK, yeah. so so my other question that I wanted to ask you, and then I swear to God, guys, we'll get back to the jokey shit. <laughs> um, do you think that that all these bullshit rules like you know like the single entity stuff the the no pro rel the, the wage cap you know all all the gam tam all all the stupid mls shit do you think it actually safeguards the league or do you think we'd be better without it um i think it safeguards the league to grow at the rate that they want to grow mm-hmm. um explosive growth can be very dangerous ask yeah. starbucks um so Who we all know yeah. it's blowing up. Yeah, well, they Rip did for Starbucks. a while. They uh, they put you know Starbucks everywhere because they were making shit tons of money, right. and then found out that it wasn't sustainable and almost mm-hmm. folded. 
Subway was the exact same way. They oh, yeah, yeah. So, Subway is definitely a really good example of that. Three years. Um, so I, I think I, I just think what they should stop doing is saying that they're like the league of choice or they're going to be a top league. Like they, mm-hmm. their rules don't allow that at all. No. Um, and I think that's fine for where we are. Like maybe. 10 years from now we can relook at it 15 years from now but like if we still don't even know how many teams we want there to be in the league let's not allow people to just suddenly go out and drop 50 million dollars on a player yeah if i had more faith in a hundred percent of the ownership groups in the league i would say absolutely let's get rid of all the all the regulations but the fact is that if the Colorado Rapids, New England Revolution, if these teams start getting com- ra- completely yep. outspent and outclassed, their owners mm-hmm. won't give a shit. They'll just write off the losses on their taxes. Like, I, if we had engaged owners who cared, who would actually suffer some amount of financial consequences for their teams absolutely blowing, then yeah, I, I would I would say we're at a point where we're ready. But we're still held back by a couple MLS 1.0, you know, billionaire owners right. who who don't give a shit about their soccer teams. Um, and I don't think we're ready for a for a universe in which a team can just completely yep. tank. I agree. So do I, unfortunately, and it and it pisses me off because like I hate I hate this bullshit. You know, like I I I really I really I really like this league. Um, because of the friends that I've made and, you know, like the, the, the good memories that, that I have. But again, it's like stuff, stuff like this just makes me want to fucking just, uh, just burn it all. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, it's so, it's so horseshit. It's so horseshit. Like, like th- there's a certain amount of, a certain amount of bullshit that, that, that you take with sports because that's life. You know what I mean? Like, like, right. You can't, you can't have, have, uh, all, all, all roses and, and and smell goods, you know, like 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 so, sometimes you get a fucking turd, right? <laughs> I'm an artist, I kind of know what it's like, but right. fuck, this is so this is so dumb. It's so it's so stupid, and part of me just fucking boggles at the fact that it's the LA Galaxy again. Like uh, no, no, that, that's not team in LA anymore. Like hell is this you? Yeah. Uh, it's it's it's, yeah. it's fucking unbelievable. It's yep. fucking unbelievable. It's so MLS. It, it is. is so MLS. <sighs> All right. Hey, so, you know what else is so MLS? All right, that's so MLS segment. Boom. Mm-hmm. No, Transitions. Hey. Oh, Segways. Okay. So, so uh, I apologize for, for, for nothing. I had to have that talk. It's been, it's been destroying me. Uh, Wait, it's a long episode. They, they got a good hour worth of jokes anyway. So Yeah, exactly. So if you... Uh, that part's the extra. If, if, if you're just not joining us from hitting the the, the thirty second skip button, let's talk season ticket packages, lads. Okay, so uh, this is um, something again I stole from Reddit. Um, someone made a thread like the season ticket member welcome kits, um, and they are all the fuck over the place. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that is by far the worst for me so far is the earthquakes. <laughs> no, it's the best. No, it is so bad. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to read the comments from uh, user COYQ uh, because he sums it up perfectly. Quake season ticket holders get a free hat. Also, all fans attending the home opener get a free hat. Also, they are the same hat. 
<laughs> listen, listen. That means if you own a season ticket hole, a season ticket, you get two hats. That's so many you get a hat hats. For your That's hat. Great. Who's gonna oh, keep? Man. Who's gonna yeah. keep your hat warm? Huh? Yeah, it's a good question. That's a great question. San Jose, thinking about the hats. Thinking about the hats feelings. <laughs> uh, New York Red Bulls have the absolute best because they get custom shoes. Holy that's shit. Amazing. Yeah, that's insane. That is amazing. And they look so, dope, too. They do look uh, dope. And I don't even like shoes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're fucking awesome. I would love to have uh, crew or FCC versions of those. They are slick yeah. as hell. I am, I am a, I am a uh, notorious hobbit. I, I hate hate the shoes. Uh, but Wait, Mike, yeah. would you say you eschew shoes? Okay, uh, that's all the time we've got. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's going to go play in traffic real quick. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. i got to drink bleach. <laughs> the, the thing that really blows my mind about these is just how, like, for a league like MLS where everyone is kind of the same like they are all the same company like uh we see the kit releases come out they're all the same templates these are so fucking all over the place houston dynamo sent people wallets like what what the hell yeah legitimately they got they got a wallet in it there was a a tin box that had some lanyards uh a wallet (laughs) some stickers like this is a dark thing this yeah. Is, this is, this is ever, so, so what they do is all the owners get together at one of their millionaire meetings, and they they all take turns spinning the wheel <laughs> to see uh, who gets what. Because why are the Red Bulls <laughs> sending out custom shoes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I listen. They're pro. I, I I would say they're feeling the heat from NYCFC, but NYCFC's ticket sales have been declining rapidly. Mm-hmm. So. But you now you've got two moderately, semi-moderately successful teams in the New York Metro. Um, maybe the New York Red Bulls are looking to capitalize on that apathy and kind of entice people across the river back into Harrison, maybe. New Jersey. But I, I, Which I listen. It made me want to buy season tickets. They are <laughs> so good. Shoes. Oh my god, shoes! Cincinnati and Columbus haven't gotten theirs yet. Um, but Cincinnati's last year was hilarious. Because they sent everybody flags, and you weren't allowed to bring the flags to your section if you weren't in the supporters group. Because <laughs> yeah. they didn't allow flag poles in those other sections. So that's the weirdest thing ever. They're like, hey, take these, but don't bring them. It, Hide it, them it, in secret. That is stupid, but I, I do see them all around the city when I'm driving. Like People, people actually put them outside of their house, which I yeah, think is no. crazy. It, it's, it's pretty fucking cool, but for like a game day thing, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, you may remember the crew last year got this really nifty <laughs> five by seven note card. Yeah, I think it just <laughs> said "fuck you" on it, right? It just it did. "fuck you." Eat shit and die. Love Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. No one loves so, yeah, you, and it's your get, fault. <laughs> even if we get nothing this year, it'll be better than exactly. last year. That's true. Exactly. Um, anyone gonna get a long sleeve kit this year? Uh, literally no one. Uh, nope. <laughs> Or so, or maybe some people. <laughs> well, so so the uh, God, I, I I'll always bring this back to the Athletic. They've brought on so many great writers for uh, for MLS coverage, except for that guy who wrote the uh, AD article that we talked about <laughs> last week. Um, but the, uh, the, the one of their one of their soccer writers tried to do a very deep dive uh, into why there were no more long sleeve jerseys hilarious. for MLS teams. Yeah. 
Um, and he slowly lost his mind. I, I would too. Every single team rep would send him in a circle where they would say, talk to MLS. And MLS would say, talk to Adidas. And Adidas would say, talk to the teams. And so it was this massive, massive like spiral of insanity. And the, the, at the end of the day, it, it, the conclusion was like Adidas sent him something where they were just like, we want to make sure that we're providing the best on field product for for the athletes and my first which means nothing okay yeah of course of course um my first thought was okay maybe they're trying to sell them like undershirts as well as jerseys Mm -hmm. but that's not something any fans ever gonna buy that's a full kit wanker move if you buy both the undershirt and the short sleeve so it's not even profit seeking you can't imagine you a company like adidas is able to track the metrics really well of how many long sleeves they need to Mm -hmm. order, how popular are these going to be. It's not like they would be that high of a cost. uh, They wouldn't be cost prohibitive to produce, given Adidas' massive scale of producing these things. Um, Thanks, Third World Labor. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's mind-boggling as to why these have completely disappeared or why fans can't buy goalkeeper kits at like half of the clubs. Uh, it's just uh, it is if there's anything that single entity is ruined it's the fact that we all have to be married to this god-awful adidas deal mm. where all of the all of the uniforms are straight off the rack look you can like the uh fc cincinnati home kit all you want it is literally a template um that they just applied the two colors to like oh yeah no for it, sure it is it's 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 horrifying the lack of thought that adidas puts into any of the any of the kit decisions for mls sides and i really wish that we had some freedom to go to nike go to hummel go to uh, uh, under armor to just try to get something my my favorite uh, my favorite part of this article is uh just this little quote this decision was made after many uh conversations to ensure we are truly giving the athletes the best product out there like you kind of just said also a handful of MLS teams will, in fact, have replica long sleeve options for fans. But that's all the information I have at the moment. So, like, they won't even tell us which ones will and won't have it. We have no idea. Right. And none of the teams know either. All of the team yeah. reps were like, yeah, yeah, sorry, I can't I can't tell you anything. I don't have anything more to tell you. A couple team reps were like, oh, wait, are we not selling those <laughs> this year? Like, it's fucking like. It's 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 like MLS infects everything that it touches with, with it does like, some like 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 the fucking insanity illness like yeah it's it, it it's like a zombie plague where it just like <laughs> bites you and then it's like everything doesn't make sense anymore yep so bad all right uh, let's move on to the world world oh god damn it aha all of the lights. <sighs> All right, first in the weird world of soccer, we got uh, an update from Steven about the Las Vegas lights. All of the lights, the best updates. Okay, um, so first off, after uh, Las Vegas lights beat um, Toronto 5-1, uh, to one, I think it was, uh, they decided to go ahead and make a banner for it for being uh, the biggest uh, margin of victory between an... MLS club and a USL championship club. And they are now proudly hanging that uh, in their stadium, which is so fucking funny. So it's, petty, petty. It's so good. Petty yeah, is the petty. word you're looking for. Um, <laughs> they have also uh, over the weekend played a preseason game, which 
before the game, they had uh, all of their players wearing giant fake beard and mustaches to pay homage to Tim Howard, who is retiring. I Wait, don't understand. What? Yeah, yeah, no, check it out. I, I, the picture is in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll post it in the chat. There you go. Uh, the best thing is, is that the goalkeeper actually has a beard, so he's not wearing one, even yeah. though he's the position of Tim Howard. So, perfect. <laughs> you guys killed it. Oh, yeah, he's playing for the Rapids. No, 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 no. We're, yeah, we're the, last the season. playing against the Rapids. Oh, were they? I don't know. They might because, have been. Because that would make sense. Like, yeah, I should have there. So. And they're like, hey, buddy. But if. Yeah, yeah. But, it looks like they did. Real. Okay, okay. That makes way more sense. Because the way you put it, it sounded like they were just like, hey, Tim, we're wearing beards for you, dog. I mean, they would do that, though. Uh, yeah, that's they the problem. They would do that. That's the problem is that I would have bought it either way. I love it. Yep. Yeah. And they did tie, so they might be raising another banner. <sighs> Great. Hell awesome. yeah. Uh, because both of you have to have fucking lower tier teams. Um, we got another update from the Madison forward. Give it to me. Evan. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so the Madison forward being the fantastic meme masters, they are, uh, <laughs> have decided that from now on, uh, it seems that they're going to be announcing player signings at a local Mexican restaurant, <laughs> wait, wait, which huh, I think like is always? just super cool. Like, like, yeah, always. I'm sorry. I can't imagine. I can't imagine this is a one. Oh my god! Right, you're not going to say like unless this guy's like, listen, I I, I came to Madison for the tacos, which I don't <laughs> totally believe. Um, like I I'm just I'm super psyched about this because for one, it's it's approachable, it's it's fun, it's campy, it's, which is exactly what everything in USL should be. Um, but on another level, I think it's great because I don't know how this unveiling goes. You know, Mexican restaurants don't really have a backstage area. So does he come out of the bathroom to reveal himself? Does he exit the kitchen with plates of tacos oh, hell for all yeah. the fans? Hell yeah. Does he does he hide under a blanket at a table and then they pull the blanket off of him at a dramatic no, moment no, to unveil? No, no, come on. He's you know he's wearing a fake mustache, a poncho, and, and, and oh no uh, and what are the hats called? Oh hats no. Called? Uh sombrero? Yeah, yeah, sombrero? big sombrero, yeah, and then it's like our new signing oh, is, no. and he rips it all off, and it's like Marty Jones. Holy shit! Brought to you by El Rancho Grande. Um, <laughs> um, I really hope that Madison Forward doesn't become my problematic bay. Right now, they're just my regular bay. So I really hope that that's that that's not the case. Um, but at any rate. At any rate, um, I think this is great because it gives you a chance right off the bat to meet a player while his mouth is full, which is very humanizing. <laughs> Never meet your heroes, kids. <laughs> They're full of Mexican yeah. food. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, Stephen, you've got a weird, a, a weird uh, Twitter update. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so this is from Sebastian no, no, no. Velasquez. This, this is I'm important, probably... guys. In our, uh, in, in our uh, document here, because we do show prep, uh, in, in our outline here, it just says pregnancy tweet. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to give away too it says much. pregnancy tweet. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. A <laughs> little backstage there for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Sebastian, who is currently with the Real Monarchs, uh, playing midfielder, um, he has announced on Twitter that 
his wife is pregnant and they are expecting and they posted, you know, a bunch of cute pictures. They've got some of the, um, you know, the, the pregnancy tests and, you know, they've got the, the pictures. Um, and so it's all very good and cute, except the text that he decided to go along with it was, I'm dangerous inside the box. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> like, what if he was known for being a poacher and that's not his girlfriend? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what if he thinks he is self pregnant with an own goal? It's especially. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Uh, it's especially bad because of the uh, the old adage about a failed condom is slipping one past the keeper. Oh my god, <laughs> that's uh, fantastic! Remember, kids, just because there's a keeper doesn't mean you can't score. Uh, that's pretty much how the sports works. Yep. Uh, <laughs> let's let's end this bullshit. Thank okay. Um, so uh, now that we talked about baby making, let's move on to who's hotter. Yeah, boy. Last week, Jimmy McLaughlin got absolutely destroyed by Hector Jimenez, which I'm sure has nothing to do with the fact that we have way more crew fans following us than we do uh, Cincinnati fans. I'm sure no one would ever vote based on team. That would be uh, totally against the spirit of the competition. Uh, No, listen, y'all nominated a butt chin. You're going to lose. (laughs) <laughs> what we know is that crew are up uh, 1-0 in this hell is hotter derby. Mm-hmm. Hell is uh, heating up. First last time? Uh, I did. You did? Okay, so uh, Evan, you're up first, my man. Sure, sure. So just to refresh your memories, because we do have an ongoing narrative Wait. here. Uh, you have hell just- is horny. Oh, there you go. Hell is horny. Oh, yes. All right, all right. So Hector Jimenez has just invited you over for a drink at his table. Um... Uh, remember, he was looking above the book and then he slowly put down the book and revealed his face. And he stared um, at you with cold, so dead it, eyes. <laughs> on that note, um, <laughs> the shadowy striker, uh, I'm sorry, the shadowy stranger puts down his book and you see that although he is beautiful, he has the most terrifying facial expression you've ever seen. <laughs> wow, thank goodness he put his book down, you say to the bartender. I nearly went over there just because he was so much hotter than my ex, Jimmy McLaughlin. Oh my god. No <laughs> rest. <laughs> just then a, a <laughs> just uh, just then a gentleman sits down at the bar next to you. He turns to you looking you dead in the eye in a lilting Argentinian accent which I will not attempt. He whispers, "I have just met you, but I love you. You are beautiful and I must make you my husband and or wife." Uh, this would normally be terrifying, but you find yourself magnetically pulled to him. His warm brown eyes and Adonis-like figure melting away your doubts. Uh, okay, Milton Valenzuela, you say, I will marry you. <laughs> so here is Milton Valenzuela. Oh my god. Right, let's see. I have to copy this out. I'm so afraid of this thing crashing. Oh man, oh look at him, he's helping out so much. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, a lot less scary this time. Scary. I, would, I would also be less uh, yes. by this one. The that that read exactly like uh, <laughs> one of those like uh, Call of Cthulhu board game cards. 
Oh my god, it totally did. <laughs> it's like you get mind controlled uh, by, by, by the horror monster down down the hallway, and you just walk toward it like, "What up, Milton Valenzuela?" That's a lot of tentacles. <laughs> oh. All right, all right. Well. I apologize. I'm not going to have an ongoing story arc because that is a lot of work for someone that doesn't like to write at all. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, like most uh, D&D's things, these are going to be one-offs. Okay. So you're dancing at the club, getting a little wild when you accidentally bump into someone behind you. You turn to apologize, but the tall, kind looking man beats you to it. At least you think you did. As you stare into his beautiful brown eyes, he starts striking up a conversation with you, and you instantly regret not taking French in high school. You have no idea what he's saying, <laughs> but you do know you want to spend the rest of your life with Mathieu Duplan. And here is the picture. All right, let's see this. Mm. Wow. All right, all right. Yeah, I do regret not taking French in high school. <laughs> he's a looker. You got the, a liquor. You got a dumb name, but uh, <laughs> I could get with you if that's the plan. <laughs> ah! uh... Girl. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we'll get these posted to how, Twitter. I love how he assumes that in this nightclub you you speak French. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I think that's awfully bold of him. You know, whatever. What else are you going to say? That's true. Right. Even if you just Might stare well just you over talking. a book. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is that the other option? <laughs> at least he's trying to make conversations rather than just yeah. glaring at you over a book. You know. <laughs> I may not know how to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you're engaged now because my God. Isn't it? I liked how it sounded like there was going to be a second part of the sentence, but then it just dropped. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, that's all the time we have for shit. today, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us, lads, on the three, two, one pod. Uh, if you want more of our shenanigans, please follow us on Twitter at three, two, one pod. Uh, maybe shout us out on there, or review us on iTunes, or whatever the fuck uh, that is. You know, podcast shit that you always hear. Uh, I hear that stuff helps. Uh, all right. Say goodbye, Evan. Uh, goodbye. Say goodbye, Stephen. Goodbye, Stephen. All right, guys. Have a great week. See you next time. So you guys want to play some Civilization or... God no. damn it, Mike.